Hey, 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 Welcome to One P Talk, One Purpose Blog Talk Radio Show. I am the editor and owner of One Purpose Magazine, and I am here with another week of our community chat, where we bring you self-love talk, culture topics, and main topics that are centered around health, wellness, and mental health. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. I hope you are here to enjoy the show. Okay, I jumped the gun a little bit. (laughs) Hey, 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 this is Nia with One Purpose Magazine, owner and editor of One Purpose Magazine online and print under the umbrella of Jones Publishing and Enterprises. I am at my office right now in Munster, Indiana, having a laid-back chill Sunday. I just shared last week how I want to get back into this. It's never easy getting back into doing um, your podcast show um, because you're always searching for the right topics and things to talk about. So I just jumped in today. I was listening to my pastor preach, and I was just like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go ahead and get started because I do have my book coming out. Um, the, the the pre-order is available, and I have my book coming out October 18th. I think the first shipment is going out. So I just said, I got to start doing this thing. I have to get out there and start working and start promoting and talking about the topics that are laid out in as thyself by Nia. You, if you would like to pre-order the book, you can go to as thyself by Nia.com and get the pre-order for $7.77. Why so cheap? Why so inexpensive? Well, the number seven I found has significance for my project because I started my project back in 2014. I did somewhat of a promo um, and I talked about this, but I started my project back in 2014 and it took me seven years to fully complete it. Um, and then I also put that the, you know, 14 and seven and seven, and then we're in 2021, which gives you seven times three is 21. So it's complete. I can't go back. I can't start over. It's done. <laughs> What's there is there, and I got to keep moving forward. So one of the topics that comes out of my book is, that I'm going to discuss today, and I'm going into this topic so freely. Like, I have nothing written down as far as thinking about this show. It all comes from something that I wrote in my book, and I don't know if I addressed this before. It's a possibility that I did. But the the topic is lies we tell ourselves. So I have been battling for the past, I would say, two weeks, this idea of connecting and connecting to people and moving past issues that I have with people, even though I've forgiven them and, you know, I, I, I have not allowed them back into my life. I haven't engaged in dialogue or opened the door to have conversations with people. And in my book, I talk about this with um, when I brought up my relationship with my father and how I told myself or spent years painting a picture of negativity 
um, of him or telling myself a story about him without really seeking the truth or, 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 you know, just creating a narrative in my head to keep that wall up, I guess. So I talked about in my book, talked about that in my book and how I let that wall down and stopped feeding myself the, the narrative that, you know, was not true. You know, I was, I was blocking myself from possibly having a, a relationship with my father um, based off of a lie that I told myself, you know. And when I realized that I was doing that to myself, I stopped, you know, I stopped telling myself narratives that are not true because I was afraid to face the truth or the person or the issue. And so I was just thinking about that in the dynamic of relationships that I've had that has gone south, right? And my my problem with some of those relationships is simply that I can't and I don't want to live in the lives that people tell themselves. Whether it is that, you know, they're happy in their relationship and you know they're not truly happy in their relationship. (laughs) And so you have to sit in their company and listen to their lies and listen to them repeat the narrative of them convincing themselves that they're doing the right thing. And it's like you don't want to hurt them. So you create a distance between them and yourself because like for me, I desire to live in the truth. And so it's hard for me to be in conversation with people when I know that they're lying about their happiness or or where they are in life or, you know, the significance of something that isn't really significant to them. You know, whether it's a job or, you know, they're just saying it because they have to convince themselves to believe it in order to cope through it instead of being honest with themselves and breaking down that barrier, breaking down that wall so they can really get to what it is that they really want if they know what they want. But how do you know what you want if you don't, if you're not honest with yourself, if you're not honest about your reality and tell yourself the truths that lie within your heart? Um. That's something that I've been grappling and struggling with. Like, do I, do I not have relationships with these people? Do I not talk to them? And a lot of people live this way, and I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but I try my best because of my own experience. Um, And I know people have to grow and they grow at their own pace. I support that. But in my own experiences, I know that, it's not a healthy it's not a healthy way to live. And so it's just like I don't want to be the type of person that's constantly telling them that they're like they probably don't even want to be around me because my blunt honesty. You know, they don't want to hear that. If they did, they would tell themselves the truth, right? That's I guess that's how I think. But it's really hard to to have good, healthy relationships with people um when they live a lie. And it's hurtful because you love your folks. You know, you love your friends. You love your family. You love people. And and you would think that that would be enough, but it's hurtful to someone that you love when they have to sit and watch you 
live in this narrative that is not true? How do we do that? You know, how do we how do we get through those relationships without disowning or abandoning people that we love and care about, but uh, holding them accountable to their truth? It's a tough dynamic. It is not easy. And there's a lot of people who suffer in silence and smile in our faces, you know, and act like they're glad and happy. And, and they go home and, they, and they're hurting, you know. They are using, substance uses up. So many negative things, self-harm, so many self-harm ways that people harm themselves is up, you know, alcohol use, which is a substance, and uh, domestic violence, you know, anger, triggered by anger, and usually anger comes from something else that isn't, that's inside of you, that's buried, and then a buried issue that you're not talking about. You know, people are really dealing with these things, and people are really hurting. So, you know, it's just like how do we walk through that that path in life, holding people's hand, loving them, you know, and bringing them closer to being honest about the desires of their heart and what they want and not be afraid to face some of their fears, um, whether it's, I mean, it's being successful, starting over, um, you know, uh, talking to someone you wronged. There's so many things that people fear, so many avenues that we can go down with that. But what what do we do to get to that place? And I just want to think about it. I don't have the answer. You know, I don't have the answer to to the question. It's something that I'm opening some cookies for my daughter. I'm sorry. <laughs> Still got to be a mom while you're working, right? So I don't, and I'm going to take one. I don't have the answer to that, but um, it's something that I'm I'm working through in my thought process, something that I'm trying to figure out um, in my thinking so that I can be a better human being to other folks, you know, so that I can you know, people can come to me when they're hurting and have somebody to talk to. And so that I'm not one of the type of people that, you know, people like, well, I can't talk to her. She can't be a sounding board because, you know, she at the sign of trouble or at the sign of anything that doesn't seem to be uh, beneficial to her. She shut down and she walk away. You know, I don't want to be that person. I want to be someone that people can say, like, you know, I can talk to her. You know, she can be, she's a good sounding board and she can be a voice of reasoning for this that I'm going through. But, you know, people at the same time have to be open to hearing the truth. And a lot of people are just not truth seekers. You know, um, they're comfort seekers. They want to live in their comfort. They don't want their comfort to be disturbed. You know, a lot of times folks don't want to grow outside of where they are because it's scary. Trust me, I know. (laughs) Growing pains aren't easy. Growing pains are not easy. Transitioning your life and changing is not an easy thing. You can think of all these ideas of growth in your head and have all these visions of who and what you want to be, but that's not easy. It's not easy to manifest possible to manifest. If we see it in our mind's eye, it's tangible. It can be done. 
but the hurdles that you have to go over, the faith, the level of faith, that you, the measure of faith that you have to have to, to progress into those things that you see in your mind's eye. It's not easy. And, and a lot of times fear, fear, you, we have, we have this thing that, you know, we, we build our muscle of fear more than we build our faith. And because we constantly tell ourselves, you know, things that we can't do or things that are in our way, stuff that stops us or prevents us from doing the things that we desire to do. And that's feeding our fear instead of feeding our faith. And, you know, I was just listening to my pastor talk about the ways to grow in faith is through the word of God and reading the word and meditating on the word. And for some reason, we stay so far away from that, but I think it's because uh, subconsciously we know that if we do that, if we feed our faith, it it will propel us to doing the things that we fear. And we fear it. So it's just like we self-sabotage in some way. So uh, that was very important to me um, to let go of the narrative, the lies that I tell myself. Because now, because I did that, I have a great relationship with my father. Uh, uh, as good as as good as it will ever get, I think, um, and I'm very appreciative for that because I'm 38 and I have both my parents, and I thank God for that. Um, I couldn't have gotten a better gift at this point in my life than to have both my parents, even though I didn't have them both growing up. But now, you know, I do at this point in my life, and uh, I still need them. You know, I still need my parents, so I'm grateful that I let that go. And I just want to encourage people to do the same, you know, try your best to feed your faith with the word of God. I want to say positive talk, but <laughs> positive talk is easily defeated. <laughs> it's easily defeated by all the negative stuff that we have. Had. So, um, I'm out of time. Like I said, cop the pre-order. It's at www.asdyselfbynia.com. I'll check in later. Peace.